0: Hey, Vineyard Church, my name is Jeff. I'm the lead pastor here. So thankful that you have joined us for another Sunday morning where we can gather and worship and hear from God's word. You know, a couple thousand years ago on Pentecost Sunday, this Sunday, the early church was gathered and the Holy Spirit was poured out. The church grew an incredible size that day. They saw signs and wonders and truly had a profound experience that marked the church for years and years and years to come. Our prayer for you is that today would be a truly special day, that you would have an experience an encounter with God's presence this morning and that you would grow closer to him and that you would feel his love. Greg and Heather are going to lead worship for us, and I'll be back up, and we'll look through the scriptures today for our talk this morning, continuing our series, Sticky Love. Thanks for joining us.
1: Higher than the mountains, higher than the mountains that I face. Stronger than the power of the grave Constant in the trial and the change One thing remains One thing remains in Your love, your love never fails and never gives up Never runs out on me your love never fails and never gives up never runs out on me Your love never fails and never gives up never runs out on me Your love See so your love never fails Your love never fails and never gives up never runs out on me Your love never fails and never gives up never runs out on me Your love never fails, never gives up, never runs out on me. Your love, your love, on and on, and on and on and on and on on it goes. It overwhelms and satisfies my soul. I'll never ever have to be afraid. There's one thing remains one thing remains your love never fails your love never fails and never gives up never runs out on me your love never fails and never gives up never runs out on me your love never fails and never gives up never runs out on me your love and death and life in death, in life, I'm confident and covered by the power of your great love. My death is paid. There's nothing that can separate my heart from your great love. In death, and life, in death, in life, I'm confident and covered by the power Of your great love My debt is paid There's nothing that can separate my heart From your great love Your love never fails Your love never fails me Your love never fails Your love never fails me And on and on And on and on and on and on it goes It overwhelms and satisfies my soul I'll never ever have to be afraid This one Your love never fails and never gives up and never runs runs out on me. Your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. Your love
2: My heart, make me yours. Take all that I am, every thought. Jesus, be my song, be my love, and wake me from my sleep before. for you every single thing and all my love for you every hope and dream lift me His hands that hold my heart with fiery love and Lord lay me down at your feet for I have sown in tears and I'll wash them clean. See that again, and Lord lay me down. Wash them clean and all my life for you, and every single thing, and all my love for you, and every hope and dream. Lift me from my grave, and lift me from my grave, and hold.
0: good morning again. For those of you who are just tuning in, my name is Jeff. I'm on the pastoral staff here. So excited that you're joining us. Thank you so much for worshiping with us. I'm excited to continue our series called Sticky this morning. A big thanks to Rick Olmsted and Bristow Hood for the way that You know, they kicked this series off, and I'm excited to continue in their footsteps. Before I preach, I've got a couple announcements that I want to share with you that you're definitely going to want to tune in for and and make sure that you pay attention for, because these are really, really exciting things for us moving forward. First, common interest groups are almost ready to start. They're going to start within the next week, and so I want to encourage you, this is the last time for you to sign up for common interest groups before we kick those off so follow that link that you can find online. There are so many good groups for you to be a part of this summer. It's just a great way for you to connect with each other, to build relationships, and, and also just kind of ease back into the small group culture and, and things that are all going to be happening throughout our church this summer. Second, one of the things that I'm, I'm most thrilled about is I'm excited to announce that next Sunday... June 7th, we will be meeting in person, gathering in our parking lot at our normal service times, 9 and 10.45 in the morning. This is what we've been waiting for, right? We're so excited to finally gather together again, face to face. Now, the restrictions are, they're they're beginning to lift, but they're not completely lifted. And so, although we're gathering, it's it's not going to be back to the way that it was in January and February and early March. There's still going to be some differences. I want to take a couple of minutes to talk about some of those differences before I jump into the message this morning. First, you probably already heard me say it, but we're going to be meeting in our front parking lot. Now, this is important because basically all the research that we've done, all the all the articles that we've read say that being outside is still the safest place to be. There's much better air circulation and everything. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to meet in our front parking lot, uh, especially before it gets too hot. So we're, we're planning to meet there. And here are a couple of de- details about how this is going to look on Sunday. In our front parking lot, we are going to host a family-style church, very similar if you've ever joined us on Christmas Eve it'll be very similar to that where the kids will just be right involved in the service. There there won't be any kids ministry, but we are going to have a kids moment in every service that we have and a great way to interact with them as well as goodie bags. So it should be really fun for the whole family. I want to encourage you to bring chairs, bring blankets, bring your own communion and you know you can imagine almost a family sitting in a parking spot and we'll try to socially distance maybe by going every other parking spot, but this should be a great way for us to still gather together and do, and, and, and really follow all the necessary precautions uh, so that we can still stay safe. We're gonna have prayer ministry, but it'll be at a distance and we'll have our prayer uh, ministry team masked up, of course, but when we get to that response time in our service, we, we might just encourage families to pray together. This would be a great opportunity for you to pray together as a family as well. Another quick thing is that, that if you want to come, but maybe you know, for whatever reason, you're not quite ready to get out of your car and, and share that close of space with others, then we have an FM transmitter and we're gonna broadcast the entire service out to you. So if you're parking in the second parking lot, you'll be able to connect with us and hear everything that's going on in the first parking lot. This could be a great way for you to get out of the house, see all the familiar faces, but still say stay uh, safe in the confines of your car and then finally, we're going to continue to live stream for everyone who just needs to continue to stay at home. I mean, there are some of you that, uh, that really shouldn't uh, probably come out yet, that your immune system would put you at risk, or your age might put you at risk, or maybe you just love church with pajamas and coffee in your own bed. And so we're going to continue live streaming. I think this is going to be a great way to continue to serve our city. And I'm really excited to be able to offer all of these different pieces for our church moving forward. Right now, as I talk about that, if you're a detail-oriented person, you probably have a lot of details, a lot of questions going on in your head, but I can promise you that as a staff, we're thinking through all of those things. We're going to have all kinds of parking attendants and people ready for you to, to help you through the whole process this coming Sunday. But here's, here's kind of what I want to just hone in on for, for a quick moment. Right, right now, uh, it, is, it is really hard to be a pastor. Because it, for some of you, we are moving too slow. And for some of you, we're, we're moving too fast. And, and I realize that when you step into a position of leadership, you, your decisions get critiqued. Like that's kind of the name of the game. And I and I understand that. But I'm just letting you know, kind of from, from the inside out, it, it's tough to make some of these decisions. And the amount of information that is out there, it just keeps adding up. We have done our job, I feel like, of connecting with medical professionals, connecting with peers near and far, and just staying up to speed with with all of the decisions that our local and state governments are making, we feel really confident that this is where God is, is leading us. And, and that's really my commitment to you, that there are going to be some churches that open before us. There are going to be some churches that delay even longer. But one of the marks of disciples of Christ is unity, even in the midst of disagreements. And so you're going to hear that from me, that we're not going to We're not gonna compare or compete with any other churches. Really, what we're trying to do is hear from God and be obedient to all of the things that he's calling us to do. I'm committing to you to to try as best as I can to never make an anxious decision. Anxious decisions, they're just not good decisions. But we wanna make decisions based on what God is asking us to do so we can be obedient to him. So we really look forward to seeing you next Sunday, June 7th, out in our parking lot. I think it's gonna be an amazing way to celebrate everything that God is, is doing in our midst. Oh, and I, I probably, I forgot to mention, we're starting a new series called uh, Spoiler Alert, a study in the book of Revelation. This is gonna be a great series to do this summer. Our new youth pastor, Chas Bell, will be in town. So you'll be able to meet him and his family as well. It should be a great, great Sunday to gather together. Let's pray. And then we'll jump into the message, finalizing the series here this morning called Sticky. God, thank you so much for your presence. And on this Pentecost Sunday, would your Holy Spirit fall upon us individually as we gather in small groups in our homes. We invite you, Holy Spirit, to come and have your way. I pray that you would speak through me. And I pray that you would meet meet each and every one of us this morning in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, well, I'm wrapping up our series this morning called Sticky by looking at Sticky Love. Sticky Love, during this time, you know, we, we've navigated hope and faith this week. We're going to be looking at sticky love. And this is, this is an interesting time in our culture, right? We're, we're beginning to lose things. Some of us have lost jobs or we've lost hours. We've lost assets. Our retirement account is, is all over the place. We, we've even lost the ability to be with some of the people that we love and do some of the things that we love doing together. But in the midst of loss, 1 Corinthians thirteen three says that some things will last forever. This is what it says in 1 Corinthians 13. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Bristow said last week, I think it was a a great part of his talk, that these three things can be counted on. We can rely on them because in the kingdom of God, even in the midst of pain, trials and challenges, these three things are valuable enough to God that they will last and remain forever. So I think some of the questions that we need to wrestle with is how can we make sure love remains in our own lives? How can we make sure that love sticks to our hearts, sticks to our bones? And how can we make sure that we're living a life that's sticky for others, that that people who maybe don't know Jesus see the love that we walk in and they're attracted to that love? Not because of our own strength and power, but because we're truly walking in the love of Jesus Christ. John 15 is our text for today where you can really find some of Jesus's last messages. You know, By the time you get to John 15, this is after the Last Supper. This is after Jesus washed his disciples' feet. And and this is, it's probably only a couple of hours before he was betrayed. And one of the key themes in John 15 is is love. Let me read John 15 verses nine to 13 here this morning. This is what it says. I have loved you. This is Jesus speaking. I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. Same word that you would see in 1 Corinthians 13, that love remains forever. Verse 10, when you obey my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I obey my father's commandments and remain in his love. I've told you these things so that you may be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. There, there is no greater love, Jesus said. There's nothing greater. There's no greater expression of love than one friend laying his life down for another. There's a reason, I think, in our culture, in our, in our daily life, why we're always touched, why we're always drawn to these amazing stories of sacrificial service and love to the people around them. There's, there's a reason why we're drawn to soldiers who, who give their life, for their loved ones. There's, there's a reason why we celebrate that on Memorial Day. There's a reason we honor the police when they knowingly put themselves in harm's way to serve others. There's, there's a reason why we celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Because out of love, he sacrificed for so many Americans so that no matter the color of their skin, they could be treated fairly and with justice and with love so that he could defeat, to begin to defeat the evils of racism in our culture. We're drawn to this kind of love because it's grounded in the person of Jesus Christ. It's grounded in John 15, 13, laying your life down for another. We can't talk about love. We can't talk about sticky love if it doesn't include sacrifice. Sticky love, love that, that sticks to your heart and sticks to your life as, and is attractive to onlookers and, and even people that are far away from God, love like this is full of sacrifice. That's really our main point for today. Really, the, one of the only things that we're gonna look at is that sticky love requires sacrifice. Sacrifice. Sticky love requires sacrifice. In a world that says, indulge yourself or treat yourself with feelings of ecstasy and self-satisfying love, Jesus, as he always does, flips it upside down and he says, don't buy that love. Don't lean into that love. The love that I am talking about is a sacrificial kind of love, a love where you give up something of yourself for someone else. There, There is no greater love than to lay down your life for another, Jesus said. I mean, human expressions of love pale in comparison to divine love. Human love can be fleeting and, and hard to pin down. It's nothing like divine love that lasts and remains forever. You look for messages about love in the world. And it says, love is bold and love is loud and love is to be consumed. Love is powerful. Love and, and lust are practically hand in glove. They're indistinguishable. And, it, and, it, and love makes you have these emotional highs one after another, after another. But Jesus says that, that love is to be given, not just consumed. And even at times it's to be given with sacrifice. Kingdom love includes sacrifice. It it means putting others' needs in front of your own. It it sometimes includes pain. In the most extreme cases, death. As we wrestle with this idea, as we we look at sticky love and think about our own lives, I, I think there's a question that we could each reflect on this morning. How do you sacrifice for God and for others? How do you sacrifice for God and for others? How is love demonstrated in your life and is sacrifice ever a part of that? If you can can let me be even a little bit more bold to say that, that I really think scripturally, biblically, definitely through the life of Jesus, we see that kingdom love and sacrifice go together that if you want to grow in love, you need to learn how to grow in sacrifice as well. I'm not promising you that it will feel good. I'm not even promising you that you'll end up ahead if you live this life of love. I think the Bible is pretty clear that if you sacrifice today, God will bless you for those things, but you never know when those blessings are going to come. It might be years from now. You might not receive that blessing until you go to heaven. The blessings of sacrificial love are not always immediate. But listen to me, they, they are always eternal. The blessings of God around sacrificial love, they might not be immediate, but they are always eternal. And some of us may experience blessing sooner than others. And some of us may be laying up treasure, as it says, in heaven for all of the ways that we choose to love in our current day. So this week, what are a few ways that you could grow in sacrifice, knowing that that sacrifice is tied to love? Not sacrifice for sacrifice sake. Sacrifice because you love one another. And I want to encourage you just to think about one or two areas. It can be overwhelming if you try to think about a hundred different things, a hundred different ways where you could grow in sacrificial love. But maybe one or two, maybe God would put something on your heart this morning. I know many of you already live this way. I know this is true because I've I've heard the stories. You're sacrificing all kinds of things out there. Out of your love for God, out of your love for others, you you consistently demonstrate this kind of sticky and sacrificial love. And, And I wanna tell you this morning that every time you do that, God sees it. He honors you and he will bless you for the way that you're living like Jesus. Some of you have the freedom right now to to throw parties, to to go out and begin to see some of the the people that you haven't been able to see for for quite some time. But, But because you live with somebody who's maybe at a greater risk, you are sacrificing that freedom to care for the people in your home. That's love. And God sees that. God sees that small thing happening consistently through this COVID-19 reality. And God honors that. God blesses that. And I feel like like God might want you to know that he sees those sacrifices that you're you're making right now. You know, this last week, we had another tragedy involving a black man in, in Minneapolis. Some of you know who, some of you with, with position and influence, you're, you're sacrificing your comfort to speak up about this. You're, you're sacrificing maybe even your influence in the eyes of some around you to speak up for what's happening in our country. And I want you to know God sees that. God sees the way that you're willing to maybe even sacrifice some of your voice or reputation with those who maybe disagree with you in order to speak up for things like justice and mercy. God honors that. And some of you have chosen to love God through sacrificial love of your finances. You, know, you make money and you could spend more. You could spend 100% of what you earn, yet you willingly choose to set some away and give it to God. You, set, you willingly sacrifice some of your own finances to God to honor him and to love those around you. And, I, and I, again, to you, I want, I, want to, I want to say to you, God sees that. God loves that. God blesses that. And again, you might not experience all the blessings of these sacrifices right away or, or even this side of heaven, but the Bible promises that they are being credited to your name and God's eye is watching every sacrificial step that you take when it's done from this foundational place of love. A way that we choose this kind of daily sacrifice It is rooted and it's grounded in the love of Jesus. So again, I want to ask, how how are you sacrificing for God and for others? How are you demonstrating sacrificial love to those around you? Pray about how you can represent Jesus this week. Like I mentioned, uh, a lot of you are already doing this. And, and this morning, this might just be a, a word of encouragement for you to know that God sees you, to know that these things aren't being lost, but that God, God's eyes are on you and that he's, he's blessing you because of those things. But I want to encourage you to keep your mind open, to keep your eyes open, because God might put another thing on your plate. Or he might ask you to go deeper still in one of those areas where you're already demonstrating that love, it will be worth it. It's 100% worth it every single time because sacrificial love demonstrates Jesus to the world around you. And didn't he sacrifice it all for us? And, and he didn't get to death on a cross with just one giant sacrifice at the end of his life he had been sacrificing all along the way and small things consistently through his life so that he could step into the ultimate sacrifice at the end of his life. I mean, he sacrificed his reputation. He sacrificed his livelihood, his income, sometimes his friends and family, those closest to him. And he demonstrated that and built that muscle over time so that when God invited him to lay down his life, he was ready to submit to the Father's will. Ultimately, we know he he paid the ultimate sacrifice. He died for us. He died for you. And maybe you've been following Jesus for, for your whole life. I think my encouragement for you would be to reflect on his sacrifice made out of love for you this morning and connect the dots that you sacrificed today because he sacrificed for you. And if you've never made a decision to follow Jesus, then then why not make that decision today? Maybe it's time for you to surrender your life to Jesus. I mean, I I don't want to imagine that you're watching this and you're listening to this talk by accident. I think God has probably been drawing you into his heart, drawing you into his love, inviting you to lay your life down at his feet so that you can find true life in him. starting a relationship with Jesus is is the most life-changing thing that you will ever do. Not only will your sins be completely forgiven, but you'll have an eternal relationship with God. And not only that, you can begin experiencing his purpose for your life, his mission for your life, and his love over your life right now. And then of course, forever. And if that's you, then I wanna invite you to make that decision this morning. In just a moment, I'm gonna pray. I would invite you to pray with me, saying and just declaring to God that you are ready to surrender your life to Jesus. We're gonna put away in the chat section here on our online church for you to declare that you've given your life to Christ. And we would love to celebrate that decision with you this morning. This is a kind of decision that lasts forever. But no matter where you're at this morning, whether you're reflecting and responding to God's love for the very first time, or you're reflecting and responding to God's love for the millionth time, let's remember together that in the kingdom of God, love and sacrifice often go together. Let's pray. God, thank you so much Thank you that you have given your life for us. Thank you that you were obedient to God's plan till the very end, even giving up your life for us on the cross. God, I trust that right now people are responding to you, maybe for the very first time. And if you're listening and you're ready to respond to Jesus in prayer and give him your life, Then I want to invite you to do that right now. Won't you pray with me? Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I want to experience your sacrificial love, I want to experience your forgiveness, I want to experience the promise of new life found in Jesus Christ. And as I make a decision to follow you, Jesus, I wanna demonstrate that sacrificial love to the world around me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, if you just gave your life to Christ or you recommitted your life to Christ this morning, then I want you to know that myself and my staff, we are praying for you. You are about to embark on the most amazing spiritual adventure you can imagine. And we're so thankful that you're doing that with us. At this time, we're going to take communion together. And so if you have your communion elements, you can go ahead and grab those. We've been closing every service while we've been doing online church by taking communion together so that we can connect with one another, so that we can connect with the body of Christ as we're watching all around this city and around the world. So let's prepare to take communion together. On the night that Jesus was betrayed, he met with his disciples. He took bread. He broke it. And he said, this is my body broken for you. Take this in remembrance of me. Go ahead and and take your bread. Then he took the cup. And he said, this is my blood poured out for you as a sacrifice. When Jesus hung on the cross, it was his blood that washes our sins away. The sacrifice of Jesus that does that. He said, take this and do it in remembrance of me. And Jesus has paid it all for us. And everything that we do is in response to his love for us. So now, now as a church, we can, we can continue to respond together. We can do that through worship. You can respond to God by giving and, and sacrificing finances to him. You can do that online right now. And as always, you can ask for prayer. Prayer. Our staff are ready to to pray with you live right now. If you hit that request prayer button, we would love to pray with you right now. But let's respond together as a community to everything that God is doing in our hearts and in our midst this morning. Thanks.
2: In times of joy, in times of peace In times of trouble, in times of grief Your still small voice can speak so clearly When darkness comes and I'm afraid When I'm alone and lost my way, still your voice speaks so clearly. I will be still and know you, God. Let I can't explain Such perfect peace I will be still and know You are my shield You are my strength Your constant presence, my heart's defense, your perfect love drives away my fears, I will and I will. And I am listening Until my heart knows Your presence with me Sing that again And I am waiting Presence with me, you are. With me.
1: Doesn't stand a chance When I stand in your love My fear Doesn't stand a chance When I stand in your love Shame no longer Shame no longer Has a place to hide I am not a captive to the lies I'm not afraid to leave my past behind I won't be shaken I won't be shaken my fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love my fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love my fear Doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love Stand in your love There's power, there's power that can break off every chain There's power that can empty out a grave There's resurrection power that can save There's power in Your name Power in Your name My fear, my my fear, doesn't stand a chance when I stand in Your love My fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in Your love My fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in Your love In your love, my fear, my fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love. My fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love. My fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love. I stand. In
0: your love, in your church. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. It's always an honor to worship with you. It's always an honor to spend time with you. We're humbled that you invite us into your home every Sunday morning. Don't forget, though, next Sunday in the Vineyard parking lot, 9 and 10, 45 a.m., we're kicking off our new series on Revelation. We're introducing our new youth pastor, Chaz Bell. And a little cliffhanger, I've got more exciting news to share next Sunday. So won't you join us? We're looking forward to kicking off the summer with you. God bless you and have a great Sunday.